Hello. Oh, hello, Merlin. Good morning, Dan. Good How morning. are you? I am doing fine. How are you doing? Good morning. Oh, you know, pretty good. Pretty good. Um, there's some big, strong men doing things. You're just looking in the mirror, aren't you? Well, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Big, strong men. There's at least three things wrong with that statement. Um, they look no. like big, strong hands. I'm uh, not even the rain. I'm I'm small, weak. Uh, I mean, you know, there I are better bit. words. For example, diminutive. Oh, picaresque. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've you know I got this uh, you know tubular unit down here. I'm not sure it's doing me that much good at this point. You know, yeah, I can use it for I can use it for micturating, but it doesn't always start and stop the way I'd like. Yeah. 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 My, my, my prostate's the size of a racquetball. Have you had it measured or what? Well, I don't know. What kind of work does he do? I mean, a racquetball would be, for you, a man of your stature and age, it would be average You're saying in small. context, Peter Jackson kind of thing. <laughs> I see. You make, make, make Wizard look tall, cut table. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I guess so. I don't know. I do what I can with what I've got, but the big, strong men are outside. That's funny how. Okay. All right. Let's let's keep it friendly. Yeah, okay. um, they're outside doing something. I think it's the Pacific Gas and Electric Company, and there are uh, maybe three times a year they just come out with a bunch of trucks and and then they just pound things for a few hours. Mm-hmm. They pound and they pound and they pound. Can you tell after they're done that what's been done? Yeah, sometimes the pavement's a different color. No. Oh. They don't provide documentation. You know, sometimes they're real good about that. You know what? This is uh, enough of this uh, wallowing in hypocrisy. Um, the other thing I was going to say, oh, gosh, Dan, I don't think we say Indian summer anymore. It's Native American summer mm-hmm. here in San Francisco. Is that, that's when it's sunny and raining at the same time? No, that's when the devil, devil spanks his wife. Oh. Right now here in my private office uh, in Coit Tower, it's uh, 76.5 degrees Fahrenheit, and it's uh, 45% relative humidity. That's here at my desk. If I go to different uh, Eve, Eve's, Eve's room around here, of course, they'll all be different uh, because uh, the Elgato Corporation is gaslighting me. Oh. Every Eve is different. Are your things still Every stuck up Eve on the, the di- wall where you had them? Your, your stuff is still stuck up? Oh, you up? know what? Follow up. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. He- heck Yes. Um, they're doing great. They're up here now. It's in, uh, they're very, they're very pretty. And so far the Scotch brand, uh, 30 pound tape is holding so much. So Dan, that I, from the, uh, the, uh, the Amazon for the, uh, the Seattle fulfillment company, I bought a large roll of this tape for future use to have around, which actually is kind of a thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Uh, thinking ahead, thinking ahead. I need to update the API URL for my SAB NZBD plus. Uh, I need to buy more deruster. Oh yeah, derusting. That's a project. I should talk about that too. Um, and that's holding up great. So I'm very happy about that. What else is happening? It's very very warm here, and I, I know this is one of those things. When it comes to to, to weather, or as you say, climate, mm. I think. So remember, you're the, you're the climate, not the sky. And and what people what people uh, don't understand or don't care to understand is that like everything is context. Dan, I would have to say that September is the month of context. I'm thinking a lot about context. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I should write that down. I'll do that too. I'll put a pin in that context and uh, camera lenses. Okay. 
Okay, because it was a full moon. I can talk more about that. Is it tonight or um, was it last night that was the... I don't know. I don't I don't follow that. I did put a link into show notes about a thing I learned this week about the different kinds of twilight. There's three kinds. I'm not talking about the book. I was going to say, you get, you, get, you get the book, you get the movie, you get the, and then you yeah, get the you zone. Get, we, we, we pan up on a deer uh, uh, drink, drinking from a crystal clear stream. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You should watch Parks and Rec. Yeah. Um, I watched that up. We watched that episode this morning after we got our bagels. Um... Uh, it features Will Forte. You have time who, 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 for bagels on like a like a school day? I haven't got time for the pain. Um, <sighs> on a school day, yeah. I mean, like, uh, so today, mom uh, dropped her off because I have this program with you. Sure. Um, and I needed the time to be late for the program because uh-huh. um, apparently I just can't get it together on Tuesday morning. Nine AM is very early for me to start to start the podcasting. We can um, change that. It's not performative, Dan. Also, write down the word performative. I want to talk about that. Performative. Okay. You know, I don't know why I even pre- prepare, because really, if I just talk long enough, I'll have plenty to talk about, I feel like. Where was I? Um, so the, the stuff is hanging out on the wall fine. It's warm. So context, Dan. September's the month of context. Yeah. And, and preventing childhood cancer. But I think the context thing might be more important, if I'm being honest. Okay. Um, and, and, and the thing is, it's like, oh, San Francisco, oh, it rained for 20 minutes in San Francisco. Everybody's freaking out. Or... You know, it's always San Francisco with me. Oh, it's 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 more than sixty degrees in San Francisco. People, it's just it's it's all you know. It's all context. If you you know, uh, friend of the show, John Syracuse, uh, like like all the guys on that terrible podcast, like to like to make fun of California and say things like we don't have weather here, or that you could just leave everything outside because we don't have weather here. Those kinds of things, but uh, we don't have the infrastructure for dealing with warm. Oh, right. And so, so for us, that's not a problem. As we all know, uh, San Francisco has a very strange climate, and perhaps even more so, uh, my my neighborhood has a strange climate. Because, as you know, or may know, I live in the western part of town, and it, it you know, it's it's, it's fifty two degrees most most days, uh, but it's warm, and that's really all I had for that. I had I put in I put in put in pins in many things. Yeah. You want to talk perhaps about a new operating system update. What else is on my list? How are you doing? I'm sorry. I'm kind of plowing through this because I'm still getting it together. I barely had time to make a coffee because I was I ran late. It's my fault. Um, Are you doing okay? How's uh, how's life there in your neck of the woods? Yeah, it's good. Everything's good. I don't have any um, any complaints for you. Who'd listen is is what I always think. Yeah, who would listen? I don't think, I don't think anyone. Yeah, no one. Yeah, they. Oh, you know, another one of those good distinctions, listen versus hear. I got to put that on the list. I've started keeping track of all my words where I like to make a, a distinction. Okay. And, and that's a list. Well, there's words I hate, words I love, distinctions and differences. Um, and, and what was that one? What was the one I just said? Uh, what did I just say? I don't, I don't know. What, um, uh, wasn't oh, you know, I also should put for. distinction versus difference. Or as Derrida would say, difference. Viva. Um, um, Viva Las Vegas? Yeah. Set my soul on fire is what he said. Yeah. What was I saying about that? Um, context, September, cancer, who'd listen. Oh, yeah, yeah, listen versus hear. You want to hear my list so far? Yeah. I don't, I don't even need to put a pin in this. Uh, well, there's a few that I think you're going to know. Okay. Right. What's what's the first one? It's always the first thing with me. Well, what, I know. What, 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 okay. Yeah. No, do uh, it. Costly versus expensive. 
Oh, I didn't. Or, I wasn't expecting that one. That one took me. Oh, well, I think that's my, arguably my arguably my biggest one. Uh, and yeah, you're gonna know a lot of these, or you're gonna be surprised. You, the listener, hello. Uh, costly versus expensive. Does it cost a lot of money, or does it cost too much money for what you get? Right? There's a difference. Yeah. It, it, now, now I'm gonna use cheap in two different ways. Thrifty versus cheap. Is that person thrifty, or are they a cheapskate? Right. Right. And then I, lo- I love this one. Now, this is this is this is this is this is, a, this is not a distinction without a difference or a difference. Uh, inexpensive versus cheap. And now that's different from costly versus expensive. It could be the near mirror version of that. Near mirror. That, that's a good episode of Star Trek. Inexpensive versus cheap, right? Right. Did this not cost very much money for something that's kind of valuable? Or was this, let's say, cheaply made? You got reasons versus excuses. They are different. Oh, I know and that I, one. That one's important. I think that's important. This could be a whole series here, so maybe you should put a medium-sized pin in this. Right. Uh, house versus home, office versus work. Uh, lucky versus fortunate. Is it, is, it, is it that this person is lucky, or is it that this person is fortunate? Because there's a difference there. Um, uh, generous versus careless. Distinction versus difference. And listen versus hear. These, 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 are, these, are, uh, these are our concerns, dude. <laughs> say what you mean, mean what you say. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Drop, drop a beat, Dan. Well, my name is Merlin, and I got an excuse. Uh, mm. And my main reason is I like your caboose. It's expensive, not cheap. Is it thrifty or it's cheap? Costly or expensive? Uh, sorry if I'm a creep. Um, lucky versus fortunate? What can it mean? Careless versus generous? Worst I've ever seen. Distinction versus difference? Is there any difference? Derrida was French, and he lived in France. That's really good. Did you just, is that off the, is that freestyle? No, no, I, I wrote it. I wrote it early. That's why I was late. And thanks for starting late. Um, yeah, no, I had to write a rap that was uh, uh, tangentially, semiotically about uh, Jacques Derrida. Hmm. Huh. You can have a construction site, but can you have a deconstruction site? Am I right? Anyway, it's great to be here. Yeah, My lights are back. on the wall. Thank you so much. It's good to be here. I'm not on the show floor. Uh, I'm here at my private, uh, private office in Quake Tower. Oh, my battery on my Eve room's on it, running low. 76.5 degrees. And I, got, and I got no fans on because I'm podcasting, and I don't want to have excessive noise. Mm. Also, I'm, I'm going to try a new microphone. I, I think I've made an error. I think I bought a bad microphone, but I'm going to try. I keep buying mm. microphones and going back to the one I've got. What, what microphone are you on, and which is the one that you've got? The one I've got yeah. and the one that I've used for a while is the electric. I'm going to try and do this off the dome. Electro Voice SE15. I have a spreadsheet about this. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, I may have found a use for Airtable because I think I'm going to use that to do my mic test today. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I was, it was kind of a rash decision. Oh, so the one I use is an RE20 by the Electro Voice Company. Well, that's, and that's that what you're is hearing. the standard broadcast mic in most true? radio stations across the country. Yes. More than an SM7B. Yes. Absolutely. SM7B is more like musical studio recording. That's what John Morgan Roderick uses. Yeah. And I, I've got two or three of those that I use pretty consistently. They're great. Um, Really good. SM7, SM7B. Yeah, so the ones I'm going to test out uh, side by side. Oh, yeah, so the new one that I got, I, there's a lot of buzz in one of my slacks about, well, not my trousers. Uh, okay, here we go. Trousers versus pants. That's important. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. Because, you know, you say the wrong thing. It's like, you know, uh, fanny uh, versus bum bag. You know what I'm saying? Oh. 
Wait, what did I just say? Trousers? Oh. Trousers versus pants. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Electrovoice RE20. Uh, the one I got is the Shure MV7, which I think is a step both down and sideways because I keep, I used to use the SM7B. Okay, listen. I reviewed this long... one. Um, I did. I think Which I did one? The, the MV7. I talked about a lot into the YouTube review of it. It's a good mic. Is it? Yeah, it is. And what's okay. nice about it is in... Um, I like the software stuff. Yeah, I mean, what, what I like about it is that it works fine as a uh, as a USB mic. And then if mm-hmm. you want, you can plug it in as XLR into a preamp and get something pretty, pretty close to the SM7B. And I, for me, it's definitely worth the trade-off because uh, especially for people who maybe don't want to invest in a preamp or who don't want to have a more elaborate setup or who travel around a little exactly. bit exactly it's, it's wonderful really cute and small yeah it's it, a you wonderful can totally mic. throw it in a suitcase but i don't know i mean you know i god i, I don't need any of this stuff I, my voice sounds like a broken reed instrument i don't think there's you can't mic a reed instrument and make it sound any better you know it's like lin-manuel Miranda says you know sax is sax is sax is sax you know um and so but i'm gonna try that uh, the SM7B. Now, do you do that on? What are the settings here? I've got it. Stand by. Okay. 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 SM7B on the butt of the mic. Mm. On Mike's butt, mm. you've got the 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 slides. It's kind of like a dip switch. Yes. Okay. So if I've got it set, you know what? This is boring. We'll come back to this. We can talk about mics anytime you want. Okay. I don't know much about them, and I don't know how to use them. I I think. Gosh, how does one say? I don't know what I'm allowed to say right now, but there's uh, there's there's software ways to do compression and, and limiting, and that's getting better every day. You're talking about but with the mic software or just in general? Just in general. Yeah, sure. There's apps that I use that have interesting emergent features that allow you to do some very cool stuff that I'm going to play with. But here's the thing. You you are not alone. You are one of three different people who create audio from my voice. Right. So you, Jim Metzendorf, and Quinn Rose, all three, I send them. You know, you ever notice some, I used to send you like three or four files. There's the remote side, so you've got your copy, you know. So what I do now, when I, I record four tracks whenever I record a podcast. Audio Hijack makes this very easy, right? So I've got one, and I think it's pretty cool the way I put this together. It's probably not ideal, but it works. So there's one called Merlin Raw. Merlin Mm. After Dark. Merlin Raw is just, it's pretty much That's the one the ladies like, to be honest. Well, it's the one I'd like to think they like. Yeah. I wish they liked Merlin Fancy, but we'll have more on that in a minute. Merlin Raw. Raw Dog Merlin is just, I think, volume adjustment, and I've done almost nothing to it. I've got another one that is uh, the other side of the call, uh, being, being you, John Roderick, or Alexandra Cox. And then, uh, uh, and then my, my new innovation, <coughs> and so I have a track called Everything. The la- very last thing I do is pipe those two things into a, it's always two things with Audio Hijack. That gets piped into something called Everything, which is just a you know guide track in case... Because I, I know when you edit these things, sometimes it gets confusing. And when yeah. you've got, you know, you've had a call drop or something, you know, or if it's a long call with lots of people, it's nice to have a reference track to compare against. 
you know, if nothing else, if you've had a three-hour call, three call with eight people, it'd be really nice to know whose file is eight seconds longer or shorter during the time that we talked. Oh, there's been drift or whatever. Right. And then I do one called Fancy, which neither you nor Quinn nor Jim like, but no. I think sounds good. Okay. I think it makes me sound more like John Dickerson. And I can tell you what this does because it's running right now in Audio Hijack. So if Merlin Fancy, you got the because volume and then meter, denoise, 10 band EQ, and then goes through a multi band compressor, Lilo Dallas multi band, <laughs> and, then that, and then that records. Now, now, Okay, you know what? Settle this for me. Mm. You're an audio professional. It seems to me that audio professionals like the raw dog, and 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 but don't like the fancy. Uh, is it aesthetic? Is it practical? Tell me why you like me raw. Well, um, there are a number of reasons why. Uh, the first one that I can think of is going to be because if you're giving your file to someone who's going to be doing audio editing, that implies they're going to be using things like some of the things you just mentioned. They're going to be using EQ. They're going to be doing compression probably a little a little bit. Um, obviously, you know, but they'll, they'll, trying to make all, both or all tracks sound like sound they're... sound the same as close as they can. Mm-hmm. And right, typically, yeah. when you do that. You want the highest quality uh, original audio that you can get, but you also want the least modified audio to start with. Yeah, because, tell, tell me about that. Well, let's say that I'm doing a mix. Let's just say it's it's uh, me and uh, let's just say I have three other people on the track with me. Um, and and those people are all recording locally, so we don't have to worry about Skype artifacts or call drops quality. They are, they all have let's say they all have a nice mic, they all have decent mic technique, and they're all sitting there in front of their mics, proper distance, and everything is good. And they just send the audio. I don't want anything on their audio because I'm going to do all that work. And mm. um, let's say that two of the people that are on this call have uh, higher voices, right? Um, mm-hmm. And two of the people have lower voices um one of the per one of the people maybe their mic technique is good but they're just not as loud as the other people using a, a, a the, in the parlance of our times and mm-hmm. so and then another person um they've got some background noise on their track because their air conditioner was running maybe and- they use one of those oh i don't want to name names but there are people who are pretty good podcast people but they, they for the longest time they would use like those weird gamer headsets. Yeah, sure, sure. They made them sound like they were talking through a toilet paper tube. Right. Yeah, that's a good example. And so I want to get their audio as pure from the source as I possibly can, because not only am I just, uh, am I just tweaking for what I think would sound good for their voice, but I'm also adjusting it to match and blend more nicely with everyone else's voices as well so and, you don't get that weird like msnbc effect yeah where, or, exactly not, not to pick on them but like no you've you got a bunch right. of people on different kinds of things this is on webex by cisco and like you know this person is is talking into a toilet right, and right. You, you get all these different and then and then you know somebody's video gets all sketchy and then peter hotez peter hotez can i please give you a makeover god please let me give you a makeover you look like the the, the most terrifying troll and thank you for your work so raw dogging uh, as you call it in the industry enables you to start with the flattest, highest quality, but flattest version. And then you got something to build on in the same way, perhaps. Okay. Here's a way that it might make more sense to somebody who's dumb like me is that like when you record your tracks for a music recording, a multi-track 
music recording, you probably don't want, you know, like in movies, we call them hard-coded subs. You don't want hard-coded reverb or hard-coded, well, maybe distortion on your guitar. But like on a voice, you would not want, you would want that to stay, as we used to say, dry. dry yes, absolutely. So that then you could do whatever with it. And not, not only that, I'll take, I'll take this next level for you. Please do, I need it. When, um, when you are in that situation, as, as we're talking about right now, where you've, even if it's just one person, you do want that clean, dry signal to come in as, as much as possible because then you have, it's like the original source. And so you can say to yourself, you know what, I think for this particular episode with these other people on it, under these situations, I, he needs just a little tiny bit of compression, but not a lot. Now you, uh -huh. when you're doing your settings right now, you're recorded, uh -huh. you've recorded your voice and you've played it back to yourself. And most likely you've said, I'm going to tweak this so that I sound good to me right now. And right. there's no, that's a really, that's a really good point. My guess is that your confirmation bias, if you will, mm -hmm. is that uh, when, when you're doing this, you're thinking maybe even unconsciously, this now sounds like what I sound like in my own head when I talk. It's what I wish I sounded well, like in my even, head, which is John Dickerson. Even better. And, and so... Friend, friend of the show, John Dickerson. When, when I do it, editing, mm -hmm. uh, tweaking your voice, I'm trying mm -hmm. to make you sound the way you sound to me when I've talked to you in person or without It's a kind of wish, wish fulfillment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's probably why people like Jim Metzendorf and I would, uh, and I learned a lot from Jim Metzendorf too. So um, Jim's, Jim's really, he's really smart and uh, he's really curious. And he's pretty like, he's cute always, too. He's such a nice guy. Yeah. He's great. He's so great to work with. But he, um, yeah, I pick it up on Slack where he's like, he's always kind of like trying to learn about the next thing and stay ahead. And like, not just for dork purposes, but like for professional development reasons. Okay. I think you've made a really good case. Another way to put this to, for me to rephrase what you just said better. Uh, no, you said it better. You did that. But uh, where, where it would be like me saying like, okay, so this is what I think I should, what I think I should sound like in a finished audio product. But there's a couple problems with that because that's how it is with you. One problem is, is maybe that isn't actually how I want to or should sound. And the other one is that it's going to sound pretty fakakta and, and not very massageable for the person who's going to do the production of it. Yeah. Now, if, Nobody if, likes me fancy is what I'm getting from this. Right. And if, if I didn't know anything about editing or didn't want to spend any time editing, I would love your uh, tweaked version. I would just put it in and just bounce the show and call it a day, mm. you know, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, no one wants that. No, I understand. No, nobody wants that. I understand. Uh, well, we got a lot here. Uh, what were we talking about before Mike's? Apparently I, Roderick and I talked about this yesterday and he mentioned that he talked to you about it, that, that John feels like he started really dropping the thread in conversations and forgetting yeah. what he was talking about. Yeah. He keeps talking and, and, about that and it does and keep I, happening I, on the show. Yeah. But then I was kind of like, well, but that's been happening to me my whole life, so I don't. When is it not like that? Deal. When is it not like that? And he does find a way to always wrap it back around. He does the full podcast reach around, but like, like that happens to me all the time. My, my, I've I drop five threads at a time. Yeah, I he's up, he's upset about something. It might be more. It might be I, more, Dan. I don't even know how many threads I've dropped, and, and arguably, I think that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, that right. He's aware that he's dropping the threads. The rest of us aren't. We just keep well, going good, good forward. Good for him. He's still, he's got the faculties to know he's losing it, which is its own kind of special pain of yeah, youth. Yeah, yeah. 
title, and uh, that's the name of that tune. So what do we got here? We've got uh, performative utterances, uh, learning to think ahead and what that means, context and camera lenses, catch the vase. Oh, no, that's yesterday's Roderick. That's not it. And i got to fix my S-A-B-N-Z-B-D uh, API URL. Right. Wow. My S-A-B-N-Z-B-D API URL. Yeah. I, 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 cha- I changed my API. You know, uh, to, to, token. Mm. Mm-hmm. Token. They're not talking about marijuana. Mm-mm. You know? Mm-mm. Ne- never. Mm. Is, there, is there even an API for Cheech and Chong? Dan, <laughs> it's, a, it's a big week. It's a huge week. We've got a, we got a lot to talk about, I assume. Um, perhaps you would uh, honor me by telling me about something that you like. Feels. I like feels. Feels. Yep. Get out of that gas station and get in the mail. That's right. Feels is my favorite CBD of all time. I love their stuff. It's really, really great. Why and what does it do? That's that's what I will tell mm. you about. If you experience stress, if you have anxiety, if you have chronic pain, if you have trouble sleeping at least once a week, you are not alone. Many of us have some or all of these issues going on, even at the same time. And CBD can really help you with these things. And Feels makes the best CBD. They make premium CBD and they deliver it right to your house, which is pretty awesome. Uh, it, it does help to reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. And that's how I got interested in it a few years ago. And it really did change my game. It helps me sleep better. It helps me fall asleep faster. It definitely helps with recovery post-workout, which is important to me. And all you do is you place a few drops of feels under your tongue and you will feel the difference within just a few minutes. But you've got to find the right dose for yourself. That's very important because everybody is different. So you've got to leave room to experiment. Like over the course of a week or so, you might need to take more or less. And uh, there's no way to know except by trying it. But they also have like really good human support over at Feels. You can call their hotline. They have a CBD hotline. You can call yeah. them up and you can say, like, this is what I want it for. And they'll say, well, and they kind of guide you. And if, if you want to try, they even have a little a little flight of CBD in different strengths so that you could try it in different strengths and see which one is right for you. And that's that's what's important. But what's really cool about it is it, it works naturally to help you feel better. There's no uh, hangover. There's no addiction. You just generally feel better. And you can what I like about feels the most is that they will deliver it to your door and they deliver it every month. So you're going to save money on every order and you can pause or cancel it at any time. And once you start using this in your routine, it really sucks to run out of it. And then you've got to order it and you've got to wait have it being like a member just eliminates all that trouble. And that's, that's what I do. And I'm really happy with feels like I said, many, many times. And I've been saying since I started doing ads on podcasts 16 years ago, you can pay me to tell you about a product, but you can't pay me to tell you that I like it unless I really do. And I really do like feels. There's no, there's no amount that they could pay you is what you're telling me. Not to lie. So you're going to get back up the CBD money truck to your house. Even then no. you would say, listen, save your money. I wouldn't I even respect like them it. in you, the morning after that. I don't. I you don't. literally can't pay me. Okay. 50% okay. off your first order, Merlin, and free wow. shipping. Wow. You, you got to go wow. to feels and it's spelled F-E-A-L-S. F. E-A-L-S, feels.com slash back to work. Go there. You will support the show and you'll also get 50% off your first order. You will get free shipping. You'll become a member and it's it's a wonderful thing. So go check it out. And thanks very much. I genuinely like this sponsor. Uh, so go check them out. Feels.com slash back to work. Thanks for making the show possible, Merlin Mann. <sighs> thanks, Feels. 
Fuck, so fuck. Is I, the ad o- is the ad, hang on is the ad over the ad is over yeah um this is what it's like to have my brain it's all the all the terrible terrible jokes and the cracks and the interruptions that i make you, you have no idea how many i don't even you're not even making 90 percent of them it's just like jazz is the shots you don't take you know what i mean yeah yeah you gotta you gotta skate to where wing gretzky is going that's right um let's see who what is the i came up with a mnemonic mm. what um what is the periodic table abbreviation for iron um something that you wouldn't expect it's not an i isn't it isn't it fe yeah i like that one let's say yes i'll say what yes. did uh what did lou gehrig die of lou gehrig's disease that's correct. Also known as ALS. So here's what you remember. Lou Gehrig was the iron horse. F-E for iron, A-L-S, uh, for Lou Gehrig disease, feels. F-E-A-L-S. Okay. Does that help at all? Yes. The iron horse, they called him. Now, what do they call Cal Ripken? Mr. Saturday Night. No, what'd they call him? Midnight Special. The Midnight Special. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You heard, heard about the, uh, the Midnight Strangler. Huh. Huh. Uh, feels. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you, feels. Thank you, feels. Uh, buck, buck. Uh, I want. So, did you want to talk about iOS fifteen? I do. Uh, before that, okay. I had something funny. Oh, I, I had before that too. Go ahead. Oh, um. Well, you first. You first. I, I just, all I wanted to say was before I want to talk about iOS fifteen, but I have, I have some tiny odds and infinitesimal sods. Uh, but before we get to that, but please continue. Well, here's What's one. Funny? Here's one you'll like. So, um, I'm. You know, I'm in this long process of educating my children as they get older and grow up. <laughs> It is a long process. And one of one of the classes that I teach them is called music appreciation. And so I've been teaching them about there's film appreciation and movie appreciation and nothing else matters. That's the only things that I teach. And what they call it core core curriculum. Yeah, that's your core. Mm -hmm. And so Oh, we're talking about Pilates, okay. Through uh through through music appreciation and in those classes, we're exploring the sort of um what what you would call mm. like jam bands of the nineties mm. <laughs> bands that would get up and they would play music that there, you could argue that the music is divided into segments called songs, but not really. And yeah, you're talking about like jam style bands. Like the thing is you on the continuum, you've got, you've got totally improvisational stuff, like especially in, in jazz, almost totally improvisational, but then you got something like fish or even arguably sure. maybe Rush? I don't know. Mm. But like where you've got like, no, I don't think they're improvising, but there's going to be flights of fancy and rearrangements. But then you've also got like, uh, again, from Parks and Rec, David Matthews, crush into me. Exactly. Dave Matthews. For me, the all-time most sort what about of- about Spin Doctors? Spin Doctors count? Yes, Spin Doctors. You would, of course- John Popper? To, John Popper? Does he count? Absolutely. Blue, blues Traveler. <laughs> blues Traveler. And and I would also throw in there, I mean, Grateful Dead, is, and but also- I mean, there's some uh, Almond Brothers. You could put them in there, right? You could put. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, okay. Anyway, yes, so, yes, so yes. we're we're talking about this, and I was playing the guitar the other day, and I, and I was playing a a um a blues tra- bl- blue B- blues blues traveler. blues traveler song. Try my new harmonica vest called uh called Run Around. Well, you want to give me the run around? And so I, uh, I remembered that I had seen a good performance of this on the Letterman show, and so I, I decided that as part of uh, that 
lesson, I would show them a couple different songs by uh, among among other uh, bands, Blues Traveler. And so I, of course, because they're children, they can't li- just listen to a song. They have to see that it has to be a YouTube video or their attention is elsewhere. They can't pay any sure. attention to it yeah. unless it's delivered yeah. within, uh, you know, in, in programming, we talk about APIs, we talk about rappers. Ugh. The, the rapper, attention span, Dan, the attention span. They Ugh. have to have a YouTube rapper around anything for it to be interesting to them. Okay. So I'm showing oh, them. As in, not as in hip hop, but as in uh, like, like, <laughs> rapping for presents. Yes. Okay. And uh, and so I showed them the Blues Traveler song Run Around, which they liked. I said, now they had another song. It wasn't as big of a hit, but it's also a, a good song and he has a good harmonica solo in it. I Wait, was po- is it called The Hook? The Hook. And I was uh-huh. I was pointing out that not only the harmonica vest, which we talked about, but also the questions were asked such as, what's wrong with his leg? So we had to talk about the car accident, the other things. Oh, I didn't know about it. He's got a leg problem? He ha- he was in a car accident uh, on his oh. way to record the third album, Why Do I Know This? <gasps> I and, didn't know this. Uh, and so he was in a car accident and recovered from it, but he has like a cane sometimes. That's why he has the cane. It's not to be cool. It's because he actually used a cane. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and so we're watching the hook. And so as soon as I put this video on hook, I Googled it. I do, you know, uh, blues traveler and it's in the show notes. I put this one in the show notes, blues okay. traveler hook letterman is how I found this one. And as soon as the video starts, I just hit play on it instantaneously. Both of my kids age 10 and 13, almost 14 instantly, they, their hands fly up over their ears and they're like, dad, stop. What are you doing? Stop. And so what I was it? I hit pause on the video sound? and I, yes, I don't get ahead of me. And I said, oh I, I said, what's wrong? It's not a bad <gasps> song. And they're like, that sound, what is that sound? I'm like, oh my God, it's kids. It's called music. And they're like, no, no, the high pitch sound in the background. I'm like, so I hit play and they're like, dad, like it's loud. What are you doing? I'm like, there is no sound. And they're like, and, and so my son looks at my daughter and, and he just says, he's old. And uh-huh. she just nods like, oh, right, right. So it wasn't deliberate. It was just some kind of like um, there is in artifact. The, like is from the conversion from VHS yeah, to YouTube sure. or something. There's a high pitched sound that I cannot hear. And I've I sent was around. It- I was the You Look Nice Today guys were in, I want to say Philadelphia. Uh-huh. And we'd entered into this. It was nighttime. And we entered. We were coming back from drinks or something. And we're in this public square area. And there were all these. I, I think this is where it was. Long story. It doesn't matter where. But there were all these signs that were like, no, you're not allowed to hang out here. We're going to play weird sounds and freak you out. And I think Adam pretended he could hear it. But Scott and I totally couldn't hear it. I I never hear those things. I and this, you know, I know that my kids already know about high pitched sounds that adults can't hear that kids can hear, and so I've now sent this video to many people that I know of varying ages from. Oh, from, and you can find out if you're old or not by listening. <laughs> from, you know, I, like like from their late twenties to their late fifties, I've sent this to people, and it, it's without a doubt the older you are, the less you hear it. But once you're like late 30s early 40s you're not hearing it at all so i put it in the show notes i know you're not going to hear it because i couldn't hear it oh no question. Uh, but i would love for our I, I, audience I cannot hear i cannot hear my wife <laughs> and because and also she thinks because we both have hearing different we have different oh let's call it complementary hearing problems right but like yesterday did i mention it's hot so i'm in the lounge two rooms away from her 
and I'm I'm watching. Oh God, I'm either watching YouTube or stupid MSNBC or something. It's I've arrived home from uh, the office, and this is the time when I work on some of my little projects that I have going on. I got to charge my solar lights. I got to go get the drill and mount that outside, and I, I do my projects. And and also it's hot, so I have the Dyson fan on at, at level ten. And and from from this just it's, I, I love her so much, Dan. But I hear. <laughs> Let me get that to you again. <laughs> and and I and I, I, I you know I, I, I six or nine times a day I have to say to her, honey, I cannot hear you when you're in the next room. And she'll say something like, "Oh, I was talking to myself." I was like, "Could, could you not do that? Because I I don't know if you want me to hear you, and I don't want to seem inattentive at all. But like I I I, I can't hear any of that. I really am like somebody in a hearing aid commercial." And thank God for hearing aids. They're great. I should have one probably, almost definitely. Um, and there's a cool trick you could do now with your AirPods, which is really neat. But uh, I, uh, I, I'm like, what? And I actually yelled to her two rooms away <laughs> in a way that she could hear. I said, what about this situation makes you think I can hear anything you're saying? <laughs> and then because she had knee surgery and can't move around a lot, yeah. I went two rooms over and I said, hey, look, I'm not trying to be a dick, but I honestly, I really, and I, I, I says to her, I says what I just says to you, which is like, I don't want to seem inattentive. And if you're talking to me, I want to respond, you know, but there is kind of that. The problem is there's also that kind of lightweight pseudo communication one does in the house. And I've tried to make the case to my family that a lot of times communication is not about the conference of information, it's about saying I love you or about bonding. Mm. And so I, I am aware of that and I appreciate that. And I like the lightweight sort of, huh, guess we're running out of milk. You know, mm -hmm. that that I'm fine with things like that. Sure. I know I'm not going to hear the sound, Dan. Blues Traveler Hook Live YouTube, I'm going to listen to that. I, w I may not even be able to hear, hear Dave is the problem. Oh, well, what I would like for our listeners to do, especially mm -hmm. or actually if you're not a parent or you don't have kids – um, you can still see if you hear it, but then I don't care what, what you hear. Uh, but okay. if you do have kids, I would love for you to say, kids, I want you to watch this music yeah, don't, video. But don't tell them, But right? don't tell you them. You gotta go in cold. And yeah. see what their reaction is. My kid's reaction to it was way more than I, I would have guessed it would be. And of course, there's an amount do, of drama in there. I will do it there, today. But. We'll probably, we'll both start screaming and it'll be, she'll say, ah, what's that high-pitched sound? And I'll go, ah, Blues Traveler. Yeah, um, yeah. And we'll be able to compare notes. Oh, I would love that. You should do it. Dan, where would people find show notes for episode uh, 547 or your Back to Work program? Oh, Back to Work. Say. Back to Work.limo slash 547 is a place to go. Good place to go. Uh, because I had to mount uh, two quickies, I had to, um, why is this in here? Who cares? I just thought this was interesting. So, uh, so I finally found outside solar-powered, security lights they're just lights but led lights i finally found one that i super like and i'm mm. very happy with and we can put it in notes if you want uh and it's really cool so it's got it's got a giant ass uh in in scientific terms a, a pretty giant ass solar uh collector and then uh it's got a pretty good motion sensor and it's real these things should be stupid when you try to get smart with these things is when you screw up Right. Mm -hmm. So like there's, I've had other ones where it's like, there's three different modes and this one works like this and rah, you can't tell what mode it is because the switch is on the inside. Rah. This is totally simple. You mount the goddamn thing. It collects the sun. You know, it, it's a massive incandescent gas. And then there's a, there's a sensor. There's a sensor. And if it detects motion, the light stays on for 30 seconds 
um, until motion stops, which is exactly what you want for this. Yeah. So, so I, I put it on our back porch, which, which faces west, don't be creepy. And so the, uh, the, the sun, uh, incandescent gas, was pointing at the collectors so I could give them a good charge just to kind of get them off the ground a right. little bit. Right, yes. And then, and then I, I, uh, while well, it was still light, I got my ladder, got my drill, went down, mounted it in an area where I wanted it to be, where it would collect, there would be a collector of sun and would illuminate a necessary area. You don't always get both of those things in San Francisco. And, uh, and then I says to myself, I says, I should go check this out later. And so I wanted a reminder. Now, do I want a reminder to go check it at sunset? Maybe. I mean, it would work at sunset, but I was thinking about like how, you know, sunset, sunrise, twilight, these all mean kind of different things. And if you go to some weather, you go to most weather things, you go to a dark sky, courtesy of Apple computer, you go to dark sky and it'll say, okay, sunset tonight at 7, 12 PM Pacific time. Mm-hmm. But like, that's not when it's dark. That's like, I think when the sun goes down. And so I ended up saying sunset times San Francisco, my zip code, beep, beep, beep. And, and I found this really cool site. Dan, did you know that there's different kinds of twilight, dawn and dusk? I mean, I know magic hour, but that's the limit of my knowledge. Yes. Yeah, magic hour. Yeah, and that's what, uh, what it was called. Not Days of Thunder. What's the one I'm thinking of? Uh, what's the one? What's the, the Terrence Malick movie? They shot the entire movie at Golden Hour. Um, Twilight, Dawn, and Dusk. So I was looking, and, and there's, 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 like, for Twilight, and not, not the one from the book, you got Civil Twilight, Nautical Twilight, and Astronomical Twilight. Ditto for Dawn and Dusk. Did you know that? I didn't know this. This is news no. to me. And it has to do with like, so like just off the dome. So here we go. Um, nautical twilight occurs when the center of the sun is between six degrees and 12 degrees below the horizon. Twilight period is less bright than civil twilight and artificial light is general requ- generally required. Civil twilight. So basically civil twilight is, I think, the one with the longest amount of time. Anyway, I just thought this was an interesting page. I'm at a point in life where, where a couple of things in life excite me because it's, you know, I'm always happy to discover there's a TV show that's really good that I haven't seen. Uh, in this case, it's the TV show HBO's Rome. Um, and I'm also excited when I learn a new fact that tells me something about the world I didn't know. Stay curious is what I'm saying, kids. Nautical Twilight. It'd be Rome. a good name for a band. Rome. It's got Dr. Uh, Trainspotting. Rome is from, a historical uh, f- drama television series created by John Milius, William James. John Milius from, from Apocalypse Now, yeah. The show consists of two seasons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Later release. It's really good. Blu-ray. And it's John Roderick approved. Yeah, check it out. HBO's Rome. I've been, that's one reason my sleep has been kind of uh, wonky lately is, uh, is I've been watching way too much uh, Rome. But it's the guy, you know, the red-haired guy from Train Spotting, who's also uh, uh, the annoying doctor on Grey's Anatomy. But you know, the the the, the he's kind of handsome. I'll start watching it tonight. Then I guess. Oh, it's good. It's really good. It's got Mance Raider in it. Oh, of course. So let's get back. First principles, Clarice. There are seven actors in the entire island that we call the UK, and so this one's got a lot. And get Lindsay Duncan, who played uh, she's played she played a hot droid in a Star Wars movie, and uh, she's been in lots of things. She's also the lady who gets her face licked in that one really good episode of Sherlock. She's in it. Lindsay Duncan. Um, amidst all this MILF inflation that we're living through right now, yeah. she is truly likable. And um, she's in it. And, uh, and, and Mance Raider, you know, the guy who's the head of the, what are they called, the Wilder People? What are they called? The Dark Beasts, the people who live out in the snow on the other side of the wall. What are they called? Wildlings. He's the head of the Wildlings. 
Remember? And, and John goes and parlays with Manta Raider. Mm. He plays the titular Caesar. Well, he's not titular. His city is titular. Uh, and city state. But yeah, Manta Raider's in it. Uh, and there's lots of good people in it. And then I like discovering facts. Yeah. Yeah. And then the finally, before we go to iOS 15, I don't know what, I'm, I'm having a real struggle right now. Um, and I, I have not, I think I, t- I must have talked about this here. Yes, I'm positive I talked about this here, but there's this thought technology I've been batting around for a year or so, which is, just to repeat myself, because it's I like to repeat myself when I repeat myself, is that um, I think it's short-sighted to say that you solved a problem if you don't really understand either what caused the problem nor neither what caused it nor what fixed it. Remember we talked about that in terms of like expertise? Oh, and like, yeah, well, just, yeah. Just because there's a difference between, well, this should go on the distinction list. Just because it stopped being broken does not leave you in a position to qualify as saying you fixed it. Hmm. So given that I don't know what caused this problem, it's difficult to know what fixes it currently temporarily. But my hue, all of my hue stuff just like falls out of HomeKit sometimes. It just goes away from HomeKit. And I thought I brilliantly figured it out the other day, but I think I might have been wrong. If anybody has, well, you know what? Actually, don't. I can Google this. I have Googled it and nothing's worked so far. It's not Zigbee. It's something else. But, but you know, you can, you can imagine what happens. The, the, I would say the vast majority of stuff on HomeKit at my house is Hue stuff. It's something like 27 bulbs. We've got like six tap switches. We've got five, I think, Hue sensors. Let's just say we've got a lot of Hue stuff. Mm-hmm. So when something happens and Hue gets confused or HomeKit gets confused, it causes a lot of havoc. And boy, do I ever hear about it. Like, you know, my daughter just wants to go to bed like a person, but she can't turn her lights off because guess what? The tap switch stopped mm-hmm. working. Yeah, Everything fell off. So everything that's not Hue is still in HomeKit and still in the right room. So what do I do? Like a sucker, I go over to Hue and I say, hey, Hue, how's it going, bud? And then I go into settings and I drill down and I drill down and I get to the thing that says there's a button you can push that will sync your current Hue stuff and your current hue setup and what I will just call the metadata as in this light is in this room it'll push all of that over to homekit which seems cool but there's a bunch of problems with that one problem with that is every time you do that well again a couple things happen one is that first of all everything you just added to homekit pardon me re-added to homekit for perhaps the sixth or ninth time this week is now marked as a favorite <laughs> not what so you want everything yeah, and and ask when's the last time you tried to do more than five things in a sitting in HomeKit? It's just welcome to click town, clicky mick, click click, right click, click click, click 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 click. There's no like select all and do this to all of these, and it's incredibly frustrating. Also, tap switches. So I don't. So anyway, I don't know why that's happening. It's driving me nuts. I thought I figured it out. I thought it was that because I have two Apple TVs, one that was running the beta and one that's running production. I realized that the HomeKit hubness w- existed on both Apple's TV. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like if you go go into settings and go to AirPlay and HomeKit, you'll get into that one area where it's like, okay, your house connected, office connected. Well, guess what? House was connected on both Apple's TV. And I figured even though one's usually just unplugged because I don't want problems like this to happen, I thought that was it. 
I thought I was really smart and fixed it. Now I'm not so sure that that's what fixed it. And uh, the other one was that I think I finally figured out why. I may have figured out why I go to HomeKit at my house and it thinks I'm at the office. Hmm. Well, first of all, they're desperately close to each other, which seems understandable. But I think what was causing that was on the Apple TV, guess what? Yes, Office Hub was also connected via that Apple TV, which is totally unnecessary. I thought I fixed it and I hadn't fixed it. In trying to get into this stuff um, over time, I've discovered that there's several available utilities for dealing with Hue stuff. Because unlike HomeKit, you know, Hue has a pretty open, it's a relatively open environment from what I can tell. Like, you know, you can, you can do lots of stuff and see lots of stuff about your Hue setup using apps in ways that you, you know, you can do that with things like Home Plus. I mean, God, HomeKit would be useless to me without Home Plus and Home Dash and all these things. But so I just wanted to highlight one that I found. If you are in, and did you ever decide, are you in the Hue family? Or you're thinking about being that's, in the Hue that's family? That's what I've decided on. Yeah, I haven't gotten my at, stuff yet. At some yet, point, but okay. 100%. That seems, and I'm going to get the one with the little hub thing. And yeah, that's that's my decision. I'm sticking cool, to it. Cool, cool. Okay, good. Um, I just wanted to point this out because I thought this was really helpful I mean, in some ways, I feel this is analogous to Home Plus. And I've probably talked about Home Plus enough. But if you've got HomeKit stuff, even if you're happy with it, which you're probably not, go check out an iOS app called Home Plus. Um, I've mentioned it before. I'll put it in notes. Home Plus basically gives you insight and functionality with HomeKit that's just non-existent, mostly, in HomeKit. Uh, one of the major things it does is it exposes... How do you put this? It exposes as many attributes as possible about your devices, mm. stuff you, you just don't see in HomeKit. And you can then automate against those. So, you know, if you, you can do stuff like it makes it, so like automations right now in HomeKit, it's fine, but it's a really blunt instrument. You can be, there's not that many things that you can key off of. I guess you can do more with shortcuts, but Home Plus in the HomeKit world, just go check it out. It's really, really great. Something analogous, I feel like, is an app I discovered the other day called iConnect Hue, which is a terrible name. Uh, and it's a, not a very pretty app, but boy, does it ever do some cool stuff. Um, back to this whole, you know, Michigas. For some reason, I'm very Yiddish today. Yeah. Um, the Michigas with uh, dealing, like, with tap switches. When the tap switches go down, everybody's unhappy. It's like and, Amazon. And Amazon goes down, no one's happy. It's the same thing. You lose all your icons. Right. Now, now the thing is, if you just, if something got a little messed up, there's an annoying way to fix it. Like if something got a little messed up, there's a dance that you have to do. The same goes for like, if you accidentally press a button too long on a tap switch, it disconnects it from the system because it thinks you're trying to do a reset. But conversely, if you want to reconnect a mislaid tap switch, it'll tell you, okay, do a long press on this number for 10 seconds, press it again, and then that sometimes fixes it. But there's a thing you can do in Hue, which is a, the, the, the penultimate to the nuclear option, which is it isn't that you just completely start over and re-add everything separately, which I really don't want to do and I don't think would help, but you can do something called a cleanup. And a cleanup is less innocuous than it sounds. A cleanup basically clears out pretty much everything in your Hue stuff, except for the existence of your devices, mostly, and what room they're in, right? 
so it remembers this light bulb is in the bathroom. What it doesn't do, though, is retain the settings. All You wipe all of your switches and have to start over. Mm. Now, a tap switch is a powerful... Tap switch is the transformative hardware device in the smart home. For me, anyway, as far as I'm concerned. We went from having a jokey rich man's hobby of being able to talk to a lamp to having a way for me to do a lot of stuff in the background no one needs to know about with smart homes, but still have not simply the wonderful simplicity of a light switch, but to have extra functionality. Because a tap switch is this round dingus you stick to your wall or wherever, and it's got four buttons on it. It's got a giant button. Button number one is usually for off or on. And then three buttons that you can do stuff with. Usually it's saying, when I click this button, set this scene is the most common one. Mm-hmm. And because it's it's hue and it's smart, you can even have it, you can do a certain amount of limited stuff having to do with you know time of day and things like that. But... Dan, it's a real hassle to reset six of those. It's a huge pain in the butt. And I found this app that uh, I unintentionally realized does this thing that I wanted and a lot more. iConnect Hue has a bunch of Hue-related stuff in it. And it also has this kind of cool wizard functionality. So, it I mean, I think the people who make this understand that for most people... Most garden variety people are going to get a tap switch, stick it in a room, and what are they going to do? Well, they're going to control that room mostly, right? So if I stick one in my kid's room on the wall under her regular light switch, that's going to control the room called Emma mostly. Now, there's within certain constraints, you can do stuff with up to three rooms on a tap switch button, et cetera, et cetera. But it's, it's not crazy to think, you know, here's the thing most people are going to want. So it's so neat. You go in and you say, okay, this tap switch that's currently, quote unquote, disconnected, run the wizard. Okay, hi, I'm the wizard. What, do you, what room do you want to deal with here? I want to deal with the room called Emma. Cool. Set it up for you. The, the number one button is now off. And this is not my setup, but I think it's a pretty good smart guess I mean, I, I like the fairly stock idea of like bright, dimmed, off, like the basic ones. But this one, it's pretty cool. You run the wizard on the switch in a room and it says, okay, well, so you're good to go. Like this is now the off button. This one turns stuff on. This one goes up or down in brightness. So it basically says, I bet, I bet you want a dimmer. And anyway, that has saved me so much time. It's got lots more really cool stuff in it. And like, a, like a, the handful of these apps that people have made... I went ahead and paid for a year of the full features, the pro features of this. Um, you know, I, I'm still, this has not solved my problem because I still don't really understand what my problem is. <laughs> and if you know what my problem is, please don't write me. Um, well, how are you going to find out problems? if they don't write? Well, I'm, I'm just as God made me, sir. Okay. So uh, I connect you. I connect you. Hmm. Now, that, now that when we're done with COVID, can we stop doing that thing where we make a heart with our hands? I don't like that, Dan. I don't like when people make a heart with their hands. It, are those two things um, related in some way, the COVID and I the heart? I think it is. Them? People made hearts with their hands on Instagram for a long time because they're broken inside. But but then it became this thing where like, oh, we're going to bang on pots at 7 o'clock because we love nurse. And then, then you, you get a slow motion, um, America is healing together. We're ready for you. Uh, piano music, piano music, oh, piano music. No. And, then, and, then, and then you show in slow motion, you show, you show somebody wearing lots of PPE and they make a heart with their hands. Dan, I don't like the heart with the hands. And I really think it needs to stop. There may have to be a purge at some point. Like in the movie? I don't know. I, 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 I don't know what it's going to take. I, I don't want to have to off a nurse. No. 
But you people need to stop making hearts with your hands. And get off Instagram. It's not making you happy. Oh, also, final thing. Um, you mentioned music, and that made me think of something. Uh, remember what I said, Dan, how I like learning facts and yes. saying there's still good TV? I love discovering a thing I didn't know that existed, let alone that I would like it. There's a really good documentary on Netflix that, to me anyway, was very surprising and enjoyable. It's called <laughs> If I Leave Here Tomorrow, a film about Leonard Skinner. Now, if you're like me, you're going to hear that and go, really? Yeah. A documentary about Leonard Skinner in this economy? Mm, in these shoes? Right. But it's really good. Really? And I learned. Even if you, do you have Skinner's, to like Leonard Skinner to enjoy the... But, but did you know Leonard Skinner's kind of cool? They're kind of cool. You know, I, I mean, did yeah, not know that. They're from, they're from Florida, but so are we. Let's, 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 let's stop making hand hearts and, and get a forgiving nature. Anyway, if you want a good thing to just uh, go check out, I, th- I, was, I really enjoyed it. Um, if I leave here tomorrow, a film about Leonard Skinner, I think it's in show notes, if I did it right. And, uh, and that's the name of that tune. Did I get it right? No, I didn't. It didn't. Did it not oh, go? Sometimes, Dan, sometimes your bookmarklet does not I'm like sorry. me. I know. It doesn't like YouTube and it doesn't like Twitter. You know what does like you, I think you, it doesn't. You know what does it like does you? Squarespace. Squarespace. Mm-hmm. You can do a lot of things with Squarespace. I don't know if you know this. No, I don't. But you can, if, it, it, it's a simple way to think of it as any kind of website that you want to make. Squarespace has got you covered. They know how to do it. They've got a template already built for it. It's going to let you showcase your work. It's going to let you blog. It's going to let you publish content. It's going to let you sell products. You can even sell services. You can promote your physical business. You can promote your online business. You can create an online business. You can announce an upcoming event. You can announce a special project. The, the likelihood that our listeners are hearing this and they're saying to themselves, I am a professional and extraordinarily talented web designer, jack of all trades, I can do HTML, I can do CSS, I can do JavaScript, I can uh, create a website with a complete, easy-to-use backend and provide support to my customers. All, I can do all of these things. Then I excuse you from this ad. You do not have to listen to it. If you're, however... Are you sure? Yes. Okay. If you're, however, everyone else who's alive on the planet, besides the maybe three or four people that, that fit that criteria... You're going to want to try out Squarespace. Squarespace is amazing. You really don't need to sweat making a website anymore. And the likelihood that you're one of those people who makes websites for a living in that way that I just described, it's, mm-hmm. you, you know what? You're probably not even as good as you think. I mean, it's just the truth. They're probably not even as good as they think they are. And Squarespace but, is here to help you look yeah. better. That's the thing. I don't know, thing. Dan. I, I was talking to somebody... Uh, whose dad is, a, is an electrician, a very mm. gifted electrician who does lots of electrician things. And she was telling me, it's really hilarious because if you go to our house, like it, the, and he, he, he's close to a general contractor, but he's mainly an electrician. But he's, he's the kind of guy that could just show up with a toolbox and fix stuff, right? Yeah. Include, including electric. But she's like, it's so funny, like our house you know, that she grew up in, she's like, it's, it's a disaster. He never fixes anything. You know, like the shoemaker's chill to cobbler's shoes. It has no shoes. Exactly. Precisely. So now I wonder if that's partly that, like you're so sick of doing other people's electric all day. Maybe you don't want to do your electric. So, you know, if, uh, if Auntie Griselda comes to you and sh- says that uh, she wants, uh, she's got a Satanist book club and, and needs, needs a website, is that how you want to spend your night? That's right. Is that how you want to spend your night right. all day long? You've been a webmaster or a webmistress. Uh-huh. And and then Auntie Griselda is like, "Hail Satan!" 
you know, read this book. Is that what you want to do? Because I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't even like making websites anymore. And that's why I need Squarespace. Squarespace. So what our listeners should Dummies. do is, and Dummies. they can get domains there too. I just want to mention that. They can go to- Are they unique, Dan? Are they unique? Yes. Okay. Squarespace. Make sure you get a unique one. A lot of people, they'll try and sell you one that's not unique and you're going to run into what Dan calls namespace pollution. Namespace pollution. That's right. Mm. Squarespace.com slash it's your show. Just going <laughs> there supports, it supports the work that Merlin and I do here. Squarespace.com slash it's your show. Do that, but get a free trial. When you're ready to launch, use the offer code, or as Merlin would say, the promo code. It's your show, one word, and you'll get 10% off your first purchase of a website. Or if you were just there for the domain, you're going to get 10% off that. So squarespace.com slash it's your show. It's your show is the promo code you're going to want to use for this amazing offer. You can only get uh, from Merlin right here. Funk up pro. Thanks, Squarespace. Buck, buck. Here's a headline uh, from the Daily Beast that just showed up in my Google News. Mom and daughter killed adult film actress with backyard butt implants. Wow. They u- wait, they used the butt implants to kill the I person? I would really, this is the kind of thing that makes me crazy. I'm looking at you, Washington Post. This is not clear writing. It's certainly Read the headline again. Mom and daughter. I'm the, oh, there's one piece of punctuation in this, and that's going to be when I say the word colon. Okay. Ready? Mom and daughter killed adult film actress with buck backyard butt implants, colon, cops. Okay. I, when I hear that, I hear that the cops are reporting this. The cops are the ones doing the, the reporting. And they're just doing self-defense. And a... Attacking them with the butt implants. Butt implants were used to commit this crime. Mm-hmm. That's my take on this. Is that right? Well, I, you shouldn't have to wonder, Dan. This is why we have writing classes in college. So, you know, there's, there's a, there's, this is not nom, you know? <laughs> right. A mom, uh, here's the, uh, here's the lead. A mom and daughter who allegedly posed as plastic sur- come on, Daily Beast, really? Guys, I'm paying for this. A mom and daughter who allegedly posted, a mom and daughter who allegedly posed as plastic surgery pros have been charged with murder after an aspiring adult film actress's illegal butt augmentation surgery turned deadly. I mean, I can understand because right now it's very trendy to have a a big butt. And so it would make sense that Hmm. the adult star would want that. And maybe she's Mm, on a budget. For professional professional reasons. Was it literally in the backyard? Oh, you're saying that's a little euphemism in the backyard? Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying it would be like saying, you know, they put the implants in the dumpster. Yes. Implants in the dumpster. <laughs> I know. I know. It's murderous. What has happened to the good music? Oh, someone just introduced me to a band, uh, but I forgot the name. Were they nice? The person that did the introduction or the band? What's the band called? I forgot the name of the band, too. We'll, we'll remember it. Oh, what is hold it? Hold on. Let me... Don't worry about All it. All right. I'll, uh, Do you like iOS 15? Do you like iOS 15? So, the, you know, I, I have a little bit to say about it. Um, Officially came out yesterday as we record this, September 20th. Monday, Monday September 20th. Maybe let's table it because I got a lot on it. I don't want to rush. And we're <sighs> at the end of the show. Oh, okay. Criminy. I guess you're probably right. Um, well, it's over. We've given them over an hour already. And then we have to You're right. Minutes. Yeah, I need I need to get a better phrase for this thing that I'm, I'm using incorrectly. Performative statement, context, and camera lenses. S A B N Z B D A P I U R L. 
M-O-U-S-E. Now, the folks who did this, Dan, did that link? Listen, listen. Merlin 2021 does not like to talk about people's appearances or their names. Mm-hmm. Because I think, I think making fun of somebody for their appearance or their name is easy, perhaps too easy, but it's not very clever. And I don't like when people do it to me. You want to make fun of someone because of their failures, not because of their things that they yeah, can't Yeah, I mean, for their weaknesses in general. Yeah. I mean, anything that makes them vulnerable... Attack, uh, attack, attack. Definitionally makes me... Yes, attack, attack. It definitely definitionally makes me better. I'm like I'm like a hornet. Yeah. You know? That's how I think of you. Um, yeah, I feel like that. Did you... Did that show up in notes? I can't tell. There's Vivaldi. Here's Safari. Have you played with Vivaldi yet? It's pretty good. I mean... I listened to his no, stuff. No, 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 not the Four Seasons, but the um, the uh, the the new web browser. It's pretty good. Uh, Vivaldi. Check Do- out Vivaldi. Vivaldi. I'll add it for show notes. Vivaldi. Vivaldi. Because I'm always looking for a second browser. Now, now that I uh, poop canned uh, Chrome about a year ago, yeah. won't even allow it on my machines. Not allowed on the machines. No. That John Syracuse, he's going to regret it someday. He's one of those people who's like, I got to use it for my work. Like, you know what? If you say you use Facebook for your work and, and that's your story, you know what? That's what they said at Nuremberg. I'm doing this for my work. Right. That's what they said. Yeah. Doesn't Nuremberg. make it true. Not even a real city. Go look at, uh, see if, is that in notes? Are you seeing the, the Daily Beast article in notes? I can't see where the links are. Clicking, I'm clicking. I go to here and I'm clicking on links. Well, I yeah, started yeah, yeah. going there and then Follow I Follow the got... mom and daughter link. Follow the mom and daughter link. Okay. And- it looks like, how does one say, if I were a, a, a backyard butt doctor, title, I might want to, you know, like sometimes when people were learning to do tattoos, they practice on themselves. Uh-huh. I think these gals might have been practicing on themselves a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, her and they, they not, survived. Her chin's not centered, Dan. They survived? Well, they survived, but they didn't thrive. Where was the surgery performed? Backyard. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be Florida. No, it looks like Riverside near LA. Mm. Mm. Th- these individuals, God, after you see idiocracy, you always hear that phrase this particular individual. Yes. These individuals, <laughs> cops are so annoying. Really annoying. I'm going to say that. Sorry, guys. I, I know the, 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 these colors don't run blue line. Uh, these individuals have no medical training. LAPD Deputy Chief Alan Hamilton told KABC they are not experienced and they're putting people's lives at risk. Sure. Detectives told local outlets that they had uncovered potential evidence in the case that suggests the pair used social media to advertise Brazilian butt lifts. Right. At a fraction of the... A Brazilian butt lift. Is that a thing, Dan? Uh, it must be a thing. It's in the Daily it's Beast. It's in the Daily, but I don't... I This yeah. is new. All new stuff to log me. in. The only exercise that I get these days is blocking every ad on Twitter and logging into the Daily Beast, oh, yeah. which I have to do five or six times a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I bought it for Will Summer, and now I just I spend my whole day you know, logging in. Yeah. <sighs> Backyard Butt Doctor signing off. Uh, let's button this up. Okay. Okay, I love you. I love you too, Merlin Man.
Butt Doctor. It's pretty good.